Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Are we or are we not on the brink of war? Later on in the show, we're going to be speaking with uh, Colonel Peter Mansour, the former executive officer for General David Petraeus in Iraq during the surge. If North Korea lets loose an atomic test, how will the Americans respond? The Chinese government is warning both North Korea and the United States that nobody can win in a situation like that. So uh, people around the globe keeping their eyes on uh, on what's going on in North Korea, certainly over the next 48 hours. And uh, Colonel Mansour will give us a good idea of how things are looking in the United States. So that we have. I will say to you on the Sunday when we sign off, don't know what we'll talk about next weekend, but something will happen. And of course, it has been quite the week. So while the world is wobbling, or some will say teetering on the potential of uh, of war, Canada got into the act and uh, announced the legalization of marijuana. It's always good to know that our prime minister is in lockstep with what's important in the world. Well done, Mr. Trudeau. He made a promise leading up to the election in 2015, and starting on, likely starting on Canada Day in next year, the 150th anniversary or birthday of Canada, you'll be able to buy a joint and smoke. And it's a great way to celebrate the birthday of the country. We'll talk about all of that a little later, um, next hour actually. One of my guests is going to be uh, Jody Emery, who next week is going to court, and she and her husband Mark face criminal trafficking charges because of their cannabis culture stores and the stores that they opened in uh, Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver and were shut down and criminally charged. So uh, Jody's obviously not very happy, but we'll hear what she has to say. Uh, Alan St. Pierre, the former executive director of Normal, the uh, pro-marijuana organization that's sort of led the fight in the U.S. for decades. Alan will be with us. And there's a business plan, apparently, for... How to make marijuana sales successful. I don't know how much of a business plan you need. We'll put the sign on the door. People line up. They'll be giving you the peace sign and, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say. Eloquence will be forthcoming. So we'll talk about uh, the marijuana issue in the next hour as well. And later on this hour, Doug Wissing, who's Book Hopeless But Optimistic is out now. Doug has been on this program before. He was embedded with U.S. troops in Afghanistan on three separate occasions. And he says dropping the mother of all bombs on Af- Afghanistan was a huge mistake. 
and he says that war is unwinnable. Uh, Doug, remember Doug telling us on the air that Bagran Air Base, which is the big American base in uh, near Kabul in Afghanistan, the American troops there were calling it Rocket City because it was being attacked so regularly by insurgent organizations. They were selling baseball hats inscribed with Rocket City. So Doug Wissing will be with us before the end of the hour. I want to start, though, with uh, something we're going to talk about in detail tomorrow. But everyone, everyone listening to this program now has heard this. Listen to it again. What a totally outrageous situation with the United Airlines. What a totally outrageous situation. How totally incompetent their CEO is with his initial response to what happened. Well, Mr. Dow, the passenger who was torn off the plane, as you heard the other passengers, got back on the plane, and here's what he said then. I have to go home. 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 Go home. Here's Mr. Dow, fly the friendly skies with the United Airlines. Flying the friendly skies isn't the issue. It's getting off the ground unscathed is the issue. What a terrible, terrible situation. We have a show planned on this uh, tomorrow. Dave Carroll is going to be with us. You remember United Breaks Guitars. But I want to start with this story, and I'd like some thoughts from you, and I'm going to ask those of you who are on the right side of the political spectrum to respond. I'm not telling you on the left that you can't. I'm saying those of you who are on the right, I want to hear from you. It's uh, tax day in the United States. It's April the 15th, and so they have tax day protests going on. And I'm reading from the Fox News site... Democratic lawmakers and liberal activists plan to ring in tax days with nationwide protests this weekend meant to pressure President Trump to release his tax returns, with organizers hoping for the biggest anti-Trump showing since January's Women's March. On Saturday, thousands are expected to attend tax marches in approximately 150 cities, including several affiliated events overseas. Whether people support him or not, releasing his tax returns is something that people think he should do. I think there's a chance that something like this could move him, said Lisa Gilbert, vice president of legislative affairs at Public Citizen, one of the groups organizing the marches. The president's supporters, however, see the marches and the persistent tax return focus as a waste of time. I agree with them. As many as 25,000 are expected to attend a rally in Washington, D.C., according to Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat of Oregon, Two of the largest events are expected in Seattle, side of the World Trade Organization's protests of the 1990s. In addition to the expected 25,000 marching and tax march Seattle, as many 7,000 Black Lives Matter activists plan to come out for their own rally, focusing on Trump's tax returns. There's also a protest planned in front of Trump Plaza in West Palm Beach, Florida, 
The protest will move to Bingham Island, directly adjacent to the Mar-a-Lago Resort, where Trump is staying for the weekend. According to their Facebook page, about 1,000 are expected to attend. What you're proving is that those of you on the left who continue to mass in American cities and other cities around the world against Donald Trump are desperately irrelevant. You are desperately irrelevant. You lost the argument on the income tax on November the 8th. You lost the argument against Donald Trump on November the 8th of last year. Besides, he has Ivanka and uh, Jared advising him now, so there's concern that Donald Trump may be moving left, philosophically. More to come on that. But my question to you, yeah, I said those of you on the right, not ignoring or cutting out those of you on the left, my number is 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Tens of thousands are going to be marching the streets today demanding Trump release his taxes. I'm going to be criticized for this, but I'm going to say it. How many of these protesters don't have a job and might be spending the day looking for one? I'm just guessing. Some of them don't have a job and might be spending the day looking for a job. Instead of marching and protesting Donald Trump's tax returns, 800-263-2428 is my number, 800-263-2428. My message to the protest marchers is get a life. I want to know if you're going out dressed as Klingons or Romulans. I tweeted that the other day. Get a life. And if you don't have one, get a job. Is that cruel and insensitive? Or does it need to be said? Are you with or against the professional marchers now in the United States? 150 cities. 1-800-263-2428. Again, I'm saying to those protesters, get a life, and if you don't have one, get a job. I mean, if you don't have a job, go get a job. Protesting uh, all day long against Trump's income tax form when you're unemployed It's not exactly a career-enhancing move. Do you agree with me? Do you challenge what I'm saying? Is what I'm saying sensible or is it impossibly cruel? 800-263-2428. Is it okay? Are you on side with me or am I being impossibly cruel? 800-263-2428.